Untold Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome to the Audio Imaginarium. Come on in, hang your cloak on a peg, grab a stool, gather around the fire. There are stories to be told, and you are among friends. Health coach, wellness author, uh, Mike, and motivational speaker, I should point out, uh, Michael Tamez is uh, standing by to tell us about his miraculous uh, health transformation. Let's get health coach, wellness author, motivational speaker. Michael Tamez has uh, quite a 15-year health uh, transformation adventure. During that time, he lost 105 pounds, lowered his blood pressure, uh, cured his sleep apnea and advanced gum disease, all naturally without drugs or surgery. And uh, he is the author of an award-winning book, The Transformative Guide to Healthy and Balanced Living. Michael Temez, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. How are you? Richard, it's such an honor to be on your show, brother. Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. I'm looking at the uh, the before and after photographs. Uh, and there's a before photo. It looks like you're standing in the kitchen. You've got a Santa Claus hat on and you weigh, mm. it says here, 250 pounds. Uh, and then the after photo, looking very svelte, 145 pounds. You lost 105 pounds. How long did it take you to lose that weight? In total, it took about 13 years. But initially, I lost 70 pounds in 10 or 11 months. So it's been a journey. It's been a long journey of learning and growing and evolving. And I have a lot to share with, with, with everything I learned. And I have, it's going to be exciting. Well, how did if I if I may be so bold and, and ask you this, how did you get to that state in the first place? Tell me where you were when you weighed, who you were, and how you got there when you weighed two hundred and fifty pounds. It's a long story, but long story short, I was in a um, dysfunctional relationship when I was in my late teens that caused a lot of grief and a lot of anger, a lot of resentment, a lot of guilt, and I gained a lot of weight because of that uh, traumatic experience in a short period of time. In about two years, I gained about 70 or 80 pounds. My word. Yeah, it was, uh, and I, and then that's when I developed sleep apnea because I gained all that weight and all that, you know, all that excess weight just causes all kinds of health problems in your body. And, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to do, you know, any fad diets or I didn't want surgery. I didn't want any medications. Granted, I was using a CPAP machine for my sleep apnea, but I didn't want to be on a breathing machine for the rest of my life either. I wanted to take my health back into my hands and make some lifestyle transformations. And I started researching and learning all I could about nutrition. And one thing led to another. I became a health coach, and now I'm sharing everything I learned with the world. So that's in a nutshell where I was to where I am. And at a certain point in this journey, you lost Five family members in the course of 18 months. Tell me about that. Yeah, that was um, that was quite the uh, traumatic experience as well. My dad was diagnosed with ALS back in 2004, and he was actually given a two to three life, two to three year life expectancy from the doctor. And he actually lived 10 years with the with the disease. So he outlived his diagnosis by about almost seven years, and. The best that they, the, the best that conventional doctors could offer him was a pill, a medication to extend his life three months, to extend his life expectancy three months. So that was actually motivation for me to, to get into the holistic health field because that is a garbage solution to me. That doesn't work. Like that's, 
I could not believe that that's the only thing that they could offer. That's kind of Western medicine in a nutshell, though, isn't it? That definitely, that is absolutely the perfect description for it's like, okay, well, you have this disease, you're going to die. We can give you this pill that'll let you live a little longer, but um, sorry, next. (laughs) You know, and it's like, so that didn't work. So I started researching and trying to figure out what caused his um, his ALS. That's what he had, Lou Gehrig's disease. And you had no, you had no medical training. You just decided to. What, go online uh, or go to the library and look through medical journals? What? I, I just started reading every book that I possibly could get my hands on, researching online, asking people questions, going to the health food store, getting just learning and reading stuff, educating myself. And that's what I encourage people to do because we have the information out there. We just need to look it up and we need to educate ourselves because what we're being educated, by, um, what, we're, what our educators are educating us is garbage. It is half-truths filled with, with, with um, pharmaceutical lies, and they want us to be on medications for the rest of our life, and the solutions that they offer us keep us sick so that we keep coming back for these medications. And I saw it in, in, their, in their approach to my dad's terminal illness. I mean, they didn't encourage us to do any research to figure out what we could do to eliminate the toxins in his body. And from what I uncovered with all my research, was that mercury, the, the potent neurotoxin that's in dental amalgams is, in, you know, if you think about the proximity of mercury to our brain, and our brain is a sponge-like, uh, um, sponge-like organ, and it just it soaks up all of the mercury vapors when we chew, when we have amalgams. All of that mercury is being absorbed into the brain and sent out to all throughout our, ner- our, um, our, uh, our nervous system. And it causes the motor neurons and all the nerves to die off and atrophy. So that's what I uncovered with my research was that was the number one cause of ALS. And, and doctors and dentists, the, the uh, American Dental Association will not, will not, uh, will not uh, confirm this. They, they deny it that that's the cause of it. But I asked so many people that had this disease and they say the same thing. My, my dad had every molar filled with this amalgam stuff. Like every, he had, Silver film, he had like 18 of them. I don't even know how many. There were so many of them. And a lot of the people that that um, I talked to that had ALS or that knew someone that had ALS had a mouthful of amalgams as well. It's a very, very co- interesting coincidence. Right. And are there are there, are there studies out there that, that have been looking for this uh, correlation between the, uh, the amalgam fillings that contain mercury and the onset of ALS? There are studies out there, and I've looked them up, and a lot of the time they they try to skew the information and try to make it seem as if they're inconclusive or the data is not is not uh, strong enough to come to a conclusion to to make a scientific claim that that there is a direct link to, from uh, uh, mercury to the um, to the right well, neurological diseases that right. it can cause. Because in order to do that, you need very expensive, long-term, uh, exactly. double-blind studies, the sort of the gold exactly. standard, and, and those are expensive to do. So the best you're saying that we have are studies that seem to point not to causation necessarily, but to, to correlation. Uh, exactly. Okay, so after discovering this possible link between amalgam fillings and ALS, then what did you attempt to do? De- sort of detoxify your father? Or tell me about... The, the regimen that you put him on. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first thing I said was, we got to get this toxic crap out of your mouth. He went to, um, I was going to a holistic dentist at the time, which actually 
was who um, through their their treatments, I reversed my gum disease naturally without surgery. I he went to the dentist and got them all removed and replaced with with composite fillings, which are the plastic resin. And I noticed a significant halt in the progression of his disease when he after he had them all removed. It was crazy. Like he for like a year or two, his mobility, he regained some mobility, his muscle atrophy stopped. And it's crazy because they like it's it was just that simple that 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 alone caused that kind of halt in his disease for that period of time. Right, right. And that was the first thing I did. And I suggested to him. And then we I looked at the food and I took out I looked at all the products in the cabinets and in the fridge and we just basically did a complete overhaul. Get all the chemicals out. Get you know all natural and organic foods in replaced with all good stuff. And was he compl- and was also- he compliant in all this or did he fight you a little bit? He said, let's do anything and everything. I trust your research. I trust what you're up to. I trust your, the path, the holistic healing path that you're on. Because this was already after my health journey of losing all this weight and overcoming obesity and, um, and gum disease and high, and high blood pressure and sleep apnea. Right. So he trusted my experience being in the holistic health field. So he said, I will try anything. I, am, I have this terminal illness. I want to either halt the progression of it or reverse it. So I said, okay, well, let's get all the chemicals out of the food, get all the amalgams out, the chemicals out. And then, then we took it even further and got the chemicals out of the cleaning products, chemicals out of the uh, personal care products. You know, I started making our own cleaners. I make my own cleaner with three ingredients, essential oil, water, and castile soap. There you go. And, I, you go. Yeah, and, and I encourage people, I make my own deodorant, my own toothpaste, my own mouthwash with edible ingredients. And I encourage people to do the same thing because there is so much crap. There is so much chemicals in our, our personal care products and even just, the so-called natural ones. Let me just remind uh, listeners that Michael Tamez is on the, uh, the the program, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett, uh, the author of Transformative Nutrition, The Ultimate Guide to Healthy and Balanced Living. Uh, he underwent quite a, a remarkable health transformation himself. He lost 105 pounds uh, I guess over, well, the bulk of it over, bulk, <laughs> excuse the pun, but over 70, uh, <laughs> over uh, 11 months, 70 pounds over 11 months. And then um, over the, the next decade and a bit, uh, really turned things around uh, permanently, including reversing, uh, um, lowered his blood pressure, reversed sleep apnea, and advanced gum disease, and uh, has been telling us about his holistic approach to dealing with uh, his father's ALS, his father diagnosed with ALS, given a couple of years to live and ended up living how long? Did you say 10 more years or seven more years? He outlived his diagnosis by seven years. They gave him two to three. He lived He lived uh, seven years past that. So he lived 10 total at the right. point of, of the first signs of the disease. Okay, we're, we're coming up on a break here in about a minute. But after you had sort of detoxified your father, I mean, how far back did he come? Was he? Did he get back his, his mobility and his strength for a period? Or did you sort of plateau at a certain point? He sort of plateaued. I mean, it didn't progress any, any further with, for like the year and a half time period, but it's that alone is all of the personal re, of the personal trial of the personal, you know, uh, studies that I need to confirm that, uh, that mercury is definitely toxic to our brain and our nervous system. Right, right. So for about one or two years, he sort of 
plateaued or he it didn't progress, the disease didn't progress. And then what right. happened? Did he sort of slowly go down from there? Or? It slowly went again. And, you know, it's unfortunately, we don't, we don't, uh, we're not aware of a, of a cure to the disease. But there's, we, you know, we're so focused with our allopathic approach in the Western world with, with uh, awareness, awareness about everything. But, you know, we're not really looking at prevention. No, that's, that's for sure. It's the, it's not the healthcare uh, system. It is the a disease care system. Michael Tamez is with us. Exactly. We'll uh, take a time out, come back, and continue to discuss his remarkable health transformation. And uh, his book is uh, entitled, once again, Transformative Nutrition, The Ultimate Guide to Healthy and Balanced Living. Back with more of our conversation right here on The Conspiracy Show. Stay with us. We are back with Michael Tamez and the book, once again, Transformative Nutrition, The Ultimate Guide to Healthy and Balanced Living. And the website is transformative-nutrition.com, transformative-nutrition.com. So I mentioned you you had lost uh, five family members in 18 months, and it was your father's diagnosis uh, of of ALS that really, um, I guess, cemented your you know your trajectory in terms of wanting to explore holistic medicine or holistic uh health uh what else happened who who else did you lose during this time michael during that time my grandfather who actually had alzheimer's disease and that's another neurological disease as well and he he was in the hospital actually he was not doing too well shortly after my dad passed away and he actually passed away about nine months after my dad passed away. So he was about 82 years old, 80, 80, actually 83. So that actually caused a lot of uh, pain and grief in my uncle. And these are all, these are all my uncle, my grandfather, my dad. These are all on the same side of the family. Right. My uncle was in and out of the hospital. He had heart issues and he had a stroke and was and went in the hospital and he was in and out of ICU for several months. During this time, my other uncle, who unfortunately struggled with an alcohol problem, hit the bottle really hard after losing his father and his his brother and his father and now his, his where uh, there's smoke, other brother was there's the, the conspiracy the show with Richard Serrett. So he hit the bottle really hard and ended up ended up dying at 60 years old from alcohol poisoning mm. during during all these deaths. So that was the uh, third person to pass away. And then my other uncle that was in and out of ICU from after having that stroke, he died a couple months after my uh, my uncle with the alcohol problem died. So those four people on my 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 dad, my grandfather, and my two uncles passed away within 13 months of each other, and that really was just another like low blow in my life. It was like, are you is this like some kind of cosmic joke right now? I just I couldn't believe like I that I that I would experience all of that loss on that on that level. And it actually had me really take a deep look at my life, every area of my life, and see where I'm being too serious. Because after after losing all those people, I, I just stopped taking life so seriously and really started living for the day, you know, for the moment because you never know what's gonna happen. You never know. You, you just got to love everyone around you and love your life because that's just 
they could be gone or you could be gone the next day. You know, you're not promised the next day. You're promised the moment of now and that's all. So that's one big lesson that I learned from all the, all those family deaths. Right, right. Um, and then what sort of, um, I mean, you sort of eschew dieting. You, you talk about, you know, stop dieting and start living. Uh, in fact, it reminds me of, I, my wife collects buttons and I was, uh, I was in San Jose, California recently and I went into this place and they were selling these great buttons and one of them said, um, stop, you know, stop talking to me about your salad and, uh, you know, no, no, stop talking to me about your diet and just eat your salad and be sad. That's <laughs> 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 true. People that are dieting, are just they they're miserable aren't they so yeah we got to stop dieting and and uh, start living but you know it's a lifestyle you got to eat you just got to eat healthy and then you can eat if you eat good food you can eat lots you know if you enjoy it but what sort of changes after you lost you know the four family members in in 13 months what changes did you immediately make to your lifestyle let's start with with nutrition well with nutrition i because of those losses, I actually fell into a very deep state and depressive pattern. And I picked up some unhealthy habits during that time. Some of them, some of the unhealthy habits I picked up were, where I, I started smoking and eating just crap again. And that lasted for about a year, but I, I like to look at it as I'd rather do that for a year than hold on to the grief for the rest of my life. Because a lot of people do that. And that's what I find with my health coaching that this type of unprocessed trauma in our life can really attach itself to our mental emotional state and hold us down, literally weigh our physical body down and cause us to, to gain weight. That's what happened to me. I gained weight from that relationship I, I was talking about earlier in the interview from when I was in my early teens. I gained all that weight, not because I was, you know, not because it was a physical issue, but because I was stuffing my face because I was sad and angry. Right. That's what we do a lot of the time. Right. And, and, you know, I just, I started making sure that I was listening to my body and feeding it what it wants because we have this innate ability. We're born with the ability to doctor ourselves. I firmly believe that. Oh, it's and a miraculous I, machine. It is a miraculous is. machine. Yeah. If, if left if alone. Just, yeah. Exactly. If we just give it the opportunity, it will heal itself and it will communicate what it needs and what doesn't work. For example, I mean, we, we eat, sometimes we eat food and then we are lethargic or feel like crap after. That's a prime example of our body's communication saying, hey, this, whatever you ate just now doesn't work. And we need to reformulate and rethink what we're feeding our body. And I started listening to these, to these communications and formulated my own diet plan. And that's what my book is all about is empowering people to throw the diet books away and and create your own diet based on your body's exclusive wants and needs because your body knows you best not a doctor not a person in a not not a person in a white lab coat not a nutritionist not a health coach not a personal trainer but you every single person knows their body best right so you're not and pushing like a you're not pushing a, a vegan or a a, a protein, you know, eat like a caveman or, or, uh, you know, there's all <laughs> these different, all this stuff right. There. You're, you're just yeah. listen to your body and eat. Uh, so, I mean, what do you think a healthy, a healthy diet consists of? Well, that's a 7 billion question because there's 7 billion people on the planet. Right. And I'll tell you what, there are 7 billion different answers. 
because everybody's answer, everybody's body is going to be exclusive and 100% unique from one person to the next. Right, but there are things, obviously, or I would imagine that you would you would suggest everyone stay away from. And 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 um, oh yeah, definitely. And, and so I'm looking for some of those things. What should we stay away from? Definitely stay away from any processed foods. So if it has an ingredient label to begin with, you probably shouldn't be eating it because, you know, that's where it's processed. I, I recommend people sticking with the actual ingredients, such as your produce or your meats or, you know what I'm saying, right. stuff that is, is the, the ingredient. That's the first thing. That's a big thing because we are obsessed with processed foods and frozen foods. You know why? Because, food. because nobody knows how to cook anymore. We right. want, we want prefab. You go down, there are entire aisles now in the grocery store that are dedicated, uh, to, uh, not only is it, is it, you know, we have pre-cooked, it's, some of it's even pre-digested. You have all of these uh, drinks that are, that are, uh, I, I won't name any of them, but it's, it's almost mm. like it's been pre-digested. Uh, people, we, I mean, it's become a badge of honor for certain people to say, oh, I never go in the kitchen. I, I never use the oven. I don't know how to cook. That's, part of the problem people don't know how to Same, shop yeah. they don't know how to shop for food and they don't know how to cook it once they get it home yes i see that that's a big problem in the united states in the western world we have an obesity epidemic and it's actually due to exactly what you said i mean we have been we have a dysfunctional relationship to food yeah and that was created by all the fast food marketing, all the media, all the propaganda that they feed us, we bought it and we ate it and we're still, we're suffering from it now. And not only are, and, do we have an obesity problem, but you see people, they're, they're obese, but they're, it's almost like they're obese, but they're starving to death because they're obese, but there's no nutrition. Mm -hmm. There's no nutritional value in what they're, what they're putting in their mouth. So they're, they, they are, they're starving to death. You could see someone that's 40, 50, 60 pounds obese, overweight, and they're malnourished because exactly what you said. They're not getting the nutrients they need. They're not getting the micronutrients, macronutrients. They're not getting any nutritional value from the food because it's dead food. It's processed. It's, it's fried, deep fried, chemically altered, genetically modified, hormone, antibiotic filled crap, stuff that's not even, it's, it, it resembles food, but it's really not food. It, it's more like, almost like, plastic well how do you shop because I, i'd be curious to know for example where you get your your produce because a lot of it now of course is factory farmed and uh, uh yeah. and, and and it has and it's it's picked unripened and then it's gassed mm -hmm. in a truck so that it ripens artificially uh, by the time you get it uh i mean it's like it's like cardboard it there's you know the first time i tasted a tomato in uh, a, a real tomato i was vacationing in greece and I bit into a tomato and I, oh, that's what they taste like. Because the <laughs> stuff that you buy in the produce over, the produce you buy here, it's devoid of, of any nutritional value. So how do you shop? Oh, I know. Tomatoes especially, I, it's, they're awful. They're like pink. They look pale. They look sickly. <laughs> yes. And even some of the organic grocery stores are selling organic produce from like Chile or all over the world. They're flown in. Like you said, they're gassed and flown in, unripened, and they sit there and they're nasty. This is why I encourage people to grow your own. If you can do it, do it because it is rewarding. You just, you can pick fresh from your garden. You can even container garden if you live in a tight space in an apartment and it works. I mean, you can grow 
stuff that doesn't need pollination, you can grow that year round in pots inside. Right. That is my number one uh, suggestion is to grow your own because then you can get heirloom seeds, you can get certified G- non-GMO organic seeds, and you can be sure that there's not going to be any pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, or any stuff being used in your, st- your crop because you're growing it yourself. If you, if you can't grow your own, I highly recommend visiting your local, local organic farmer and getting it directly from the farm itself because then you could take a tour of the farm and make sure that they're in their, um, they're operating with integrity and not using chemicals and not spraying and they're rotating crops because that's what we do is we rotate crops to make sure that we're getting, we're, um, we're getting, recycling the nutrients so our soil is not depleted. And, right. you know, local organic farmers grow with nature. They grow with the earth and not against it. So that's, that, that would be my next suggestion. And if you can't go to the local farm, then go to your local farmer's market every week. I mean, every right. town has a, a farmer's market every week. I mean, there's solutions to not have to go to these big box grocery stores that are selling garbage. Even the or so-called organic stuff is, looks terrible nowadays. Right, right. No, we have to get back to that. It's become too convenient just to um, to go to the Quickie Mart, rip open a box, and stick something in the microwave. And, uh, you know, it's like, honey, I've been home for two minutes already. Where's dinner? Yeah. It's too right. easy. It's too easy. Uh, a healthy, we have to recognize that healthy living, it takes effort. But it's, you know, you, you look at your children, what, what are you going to put in their mouths? It's worth the effort. Definitely, especially with children, because if you think about it, their bodies are growing their brain is developing, their bones are growing. You don't want to feed your child unknown. If you can't pronounce it, you shouldn't be eating it. That's if, a good rule. If you yeah. don't, yeah, if that's, if you're going to eat something that's, that has ingredients to begin with, make sure that you can pronounce every ingredient and that you know what every ingredient is because right. food manufacturers can legally market their products as all natural and then have blanket ingredients such as natural flavors, quote, or natural color, or um, organic spices, or spices. These are not actual ingredients. These are questionable blanket statements that they can disguise whatever chemical they want right. legally. And what about? You know what uh, I mean? We're coming up on a break again here, Michael. But uh, what what about uh, meat? Uh, for example, at our house, my wife and I. I mean, why do we work? Why do we work to make money to buy good food for our mm-hmm. children? We spend the extra money on cuts of meat, meat that's. Again, hormone-free. Uh, yes, it's more expensive. We give them the good stuff. You know, it's too late for my wife and I. I mean, we don't worry so much about, you know, the hormones and some of that stuff. That, uh, but for them, I mean, they get the best. And that's why we yeah. work, right? Yeah, definitely. And the meat, again, I re- recommend getting grass-fed, organic, hormone, antibiotic-free, locally if possible. I mean, there, there's cattle ranchers all over. You just go take a drive out to the country or again, visit your farmers market, and there's 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 meat vendors at farmers markets too. Exactly. And then you, you you know you can find this organic grass fed pasture raised meat. That's it's right. Really, it's, it's going to cost you a little bit more, but it's worth the investment in your exactly. health. Exactly. And if you can't find it, what you do is you you gently and politely harangue the manager at the grocery store because consumers have the yeah. power. You've got the exactly. power. My wife is constantly complaining. Where is the Ontario grown? Potatoes. Where are the Ontario grown this or that? She's always in her face. God love her. Michael Tamez is with us. The book is Transformative Nutrition. Back with more on The Conspiracy Show. Don't go away. If you're considering going back to school, ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? 
If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 100 highly ranked degree programs 100% online. You'll earn the same degree as you would on campus, from wherever you are, on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. For information, call 1-800-958-1460. Learn for yourself why The Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 90% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU Online degrees, call 1-800-958-1460. That's 1-800-958-1460. Keeping an eye on the New World Order, this is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back to The Conspiracy Show. Richard Serrett with you. Michael Tamez on the line, the author of Transformative Nutrition, The Ultimate Guide to Healthy and Balanced Living. Uh, You know, one of the uh, the things that we're up against right now, as I see it, and you you touched on this earlier uh, when you were speaking about your father, all, who was diagnosed with ALS, and, and all that he had was kind of a grim prognosis and uh, a, a prescription for a pill that they said might extend his life by a couple of months. Uh, and and that is, it to me, it's the huge elephant in the room that doesn't get talked about enough, and that is the conflict of interest between the pharmaceutical companies uh, and medicine. Uh, and health practitioners, doctors, for example, doctors who get courted by pharmaceutical companies, who get flown uh, and 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 uh, checked into five-star hotels and treated like kings and queens, and then get paid a big speaking fee to speak at their pharmaceutical conference, and then they they come back to their office and they start writing prescriptions for that same drug. I mean, and that's allowed. It's allowed, and it oughtn't to. It shouldn't be. Uh, and and then you look at the the medical journals, you know, whenever whenever we talk about, you know, uh, someone who claims they have a cure for this or they've got something that can alleviate that, people say, well, where are the, where are the reviews, the scientific journals? Have, has it been reviewed? But if you look at in, in these medical journals, they're, they're filled with advertising from pharmaceutical companies, almost exclusively from pharmaceutical mm-hmm. companies. Just this is to me... One of the big problems I have with Western medicine, it's, it's the conflict of interest and the power of the pharmaceutical companies. I mean, I think Washington, D.C., for example, is just, is bought and paid for. It's the most powerful lobby group going, the pharmaceuticals. Oh, yeah. These lobbyists, like you were saying, the pharmaceutical reps wine and dine the doctors in exchange for them selling their legal drugs. As a patient, when you go to a doctor's office, a Western medicine allopathic doctor's office, I would like listeners to think about the last time they were in a doctor's office. How long were you able to speak before the doctor cut you off and wanted to write your prescription? He doesn't even know anything about what is going on in your life. No concept. They just, okay, you got this symptom, this symptom, here you go. Next. That's basically what our healthcare system has come to, is the doctor thinking, what drug can I give this patient to alleviate their symptoms? Now, that to me is not a sustainable solution to the healthcare problems that we face as a society. We have an obesity epidemic, and because of the obesity epidemic, we have diabetes, heart disease, cancer, and all this other lifestyle-related reversible conditions that we're taking medication for that if we just started living a healthier lifestyle, we can possibly reverse. 
our doctors are, they don't have the time to educate their patients. I don't even think they have the desire to educate the patients because they're making so much money with the, with the pharmaceuticals. This is why I do what I do. I, I do health coaching because it is a tier of healthcare providers that doesn't require any medical schooling, but instead require, uh, um, it, it requires a certification program, which in my certification program to become a health coach, I learned about all kinds of different modalities and I learned about how to actually have a conversation with my clients and, and understand what's going on underneath their symptom. And this is the problem. This is the underlying problem with our healthcare system is doctors are not having these meaningful conversations with their, with their patients and finding out, okay, you're, you're having this symptom because of what's, what's going on here. So asking questions like how's, how's your relationship? with your spouse or sure. are you happy at your job patient are history you... the patient history yeah, used to be exactly. a, the, one of the most valuable tools for a doctor was the patient history you sit as you say and listen what's going on in that patient's and and i, I sh- we should point out it's not entirely the doctor's fault they don't have time to do this i mean they have crushing overhead costs here in ontario uh you know they're they're um they're really getting a hard time from from the provincial government in terms of of fees that they charge so I don't want to lay all the the, the blame at, at doctors' feet, but certainly the patient history is is something that has gone by the boards, regrettably, uh, because as you say, mm-hmm. yeah. who knows a, a, a person's body better than the person themselves? Not a not not a uh, not a doctor. Anyway, go ahead. I kind of no. I, I think I think it's all connected. I think the pharmaceutical industry is connected with the the media and the fast food industry. I think it's all designed, perfectly designed to the fast food companies to get people sick, obese and sick, so they can come for medication to cover up the symptoms from eating the fast food. And then those medications are causing side effects. And then the doctors are prescribing more medications to counteract the side effects from the original medication. And by the time you know it, the person is a legal drug addict and has a bag of pills because of the fast food diet that they incorporated from listening to the media, all the TV that they watch, all the programming that they've been downloaded with to, to go and buy the fast food and to go buy the latest car and to go buy the latest smartphone and to go buy, go drink the, the, uh, light, you know, it is a vicious circle. Michael, I got to jump in here. We'll take a time out back with Michael Tamez, transformative nutrition right here on the conspiracy show. Question everything. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. We are back with Michael Tamez, who's had quite a remarkable uh, transformative uh, journey. Lost 105 pounds, lowered his blood pressure, reversed sleep apnea, advanced gum disease, all accomplished naturally without drugs uh, or surgery. He's a health coach, a wellness author, a motivational speaker, and uh, his website is, uh, well, there's michaeltamez.com, Michael, T-A-M-E-Z, Dot com. Uh, and the other website I mentioned, uh, it's transformative-nutrition.com. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I actually am going by michaeltamez.com more these days just because I'm trying to get my, my name out there and what I do more more known. All right. So michaeltamez.com would be the... Good. And let me spell the last name again. It's T-A-M-E-Z. All right. So... Um, Obviously, nutrition is is a huge a huge part of of healthy living. What do you make of uh, uh, people who eat raw? 
and this is um, you know raw fruits and vegetables. That's all they eat. I mean, a lot of people they swear by that. You know, I, I think raw fruits and veggies are amazing for cleansing, and they work for some people all the time. And some people have sensitive immune systems that can't digest and break down the fibers in some of the cruciferous vegetables, and it tears their their digestive system apart. So in short, in reality, I don't think that raw can work for everyone on the planet. And and for some people, it does work. I mean, if you look at food as medicine, food can be healing and medicinal to one person's body, but that same food can be can be harming and disease causing for another person's body. It really all depends. There's so many different factors to look at. You know, there, there's there's ancestral background. There's our, our organs are different. The way we digest and assimilate foods is different. The way we process emotions, the way we process anger and 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 joy and sadness and grief and and happiness is these are all going to slow digestion or or increase digestion. So. All this stuff is different in each person, and this can also evolve over time. Someone that might not be able to digest raw foods now may be able to digest raw foods in five years from now because they've processed some of the emotions that they've been dealing with. So to answer that question, it basically comes back to the stop dieting and start living. Listen to your body. If your body likes the raw foods, if it feels great, awesome. Keep eating them. Wonderful. But if you notice that your digestion is messed up or you're, you, you know, you're your uh, elimination patterns are 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 um, are you know out of whack, impeded, right? Yeah, out of whack from eating the raw foods, which I've experienced personally and also with some clients. Then you might have to lay off the raw foods a little bit. So it's all has to do with listening to your body and and knowing what works exclusively for your body. Right, right. Um, I noticed there was a there's a on your website there's a. Um, a little sign. It says, there is no Wi-Fi in the forest, but we promise you'll find a better connection. <laughs> uh, and then yes. <laughs> underneath that, you have a microwaved brains served daily at your local Wi-Fi hotspot. Yes. So I'm, ga- I'm gathering you're not, a, a, a big fan of microwave ovens, or B, uh, Wi-Fi. <laughs> I threw my microwave away 15 years ago and never, never replaced it. And my wife is the same. She She hasn't had a microwave for about, about the same time. And it's really cool that we we resonate with that. Basically, wireless. So to make this really simple and not sounding um, technical, our wireless communications that you know we have everywhere, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, cellular communications, these all are operating at super, super high frequencies. And they're in the mega and gigahertz range. Now, this 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 hurts. We've been using, you know, um, transmission uh, frequencies many, many years, all the way back to AM, FM radio, even before that, you know, CB, ham, all this stuff. But those were using, you know, kilohertz and very low megahertz. Now, when you look at what we're using now, we're in, we're, we're in like the 5.8 gigahertz. I think they even have higher than that. Gigahertz is basically what, uh, 5.8 billion cycles per second. So think about how fast that is compared to like, an AM station like 740 AM that's that's vibrating at 740,000 hertz per second. 740,000 compared to 5.8 billion is a massive difference. Right, right. When you when you get into the when you get into the gigahertz frequencies, that is considered microwave frequency. So basically, what we're doing when, our, when we're putting our phone to our brain, when we have Wi-Fi on, when we're trying to sleep, we're irradiating our brain the whole night. When we sleep with our phone next to our bedstand. 
and use it as an alarm clock, we are irradiating our brain. Our brain, when we're sleeping, goes into a meditative state and it shuts down into a state that, that is very susceptible to any electromagnetic disturbances. And these high frequencies definitely can cause issues. And what I recommend to people is try going, try detoxing from wireless for a couple of weeks. Turn off your Wi-Fi when you go to sleep. Don't sleep with your phone by your head. Um, to turn off all wireless devices and see if you sleep better. See if you have less nightmares or have, you know, see if your, your sleeping patterns are, are improved. Because a lot of the time, a lot of my clients have, in, have experienced differences when they sleep with the Wi-Fi and all the wireless off compared to when they don't. And when they reintroduce it, they notice that they start having weird dreams and they start getting, you know, restless sleep. It's a very interesting interesting concept and it's one of the the topics that i really like to talk about because i don't think we're a lot of people are very unaware of of the electromagnetic frequencies and how they can affect our brain and there's no long-term studies like we have just recently been you know we have this explosion of, of smartphones all over the place and we don't know the long-term long-term effects of, of this microwave radiation yet. And it's kind of scary when you think about it. And, and we're not told, I don't think we're told the full truth on, on the possible health risks of all this wireless technology that we have everywhere. Well, again, uh, what, do you, what do you need is a, uh, a long-term uh, double-blind study. How do you do a double-blind study when everybody has a cell phone? I mean, you'd have to, exactly. you'd have to test. <laughs> it's, it's, and you, we may not know the truth for 50 years, and then maybe, who knows, we could be faced with a brain cancer epidemic, and then we'll be scratching our heads saying, well, where is this coming from? Right. Well, I just, I'm very... I just wanted to say I'm very scared that women are putting their phones in their bras and men phones in their pockets. I'm scared about the breast and testicular cancer rates skyrocketing. And I actually I'm starting to see that happening. And I think it's because of that fact right there. Men carrying their phone on their belt or in their pocket and women carrying it on their bra. I, I highly recommend that that listeners stop doing that if they do, because even if there is a possibility of and I'll leave that up to listeners to, to make an informed decision about that, about this topic. I like to present information in a non-biased way, and the research I've, I've uncovered points to the fact that we don't truly know, so it's better to take precaution and be safe. Right, although uh, it's pretty hard to avoid. I mean, even if you, you uh, swear off uh, Wi-Fi and uh, use the hands-free with your cell phone, I mean, you walk outside, you're never any more than a couple hundred meters from a cell phone tower. I mean, we are swimming in this, That's true, uh, this yeah. electronic smog, uh, I don't know at this point you know, what can be done about it. That's why I say the best thing is to make your sleeping space as sacred and as as chilled out as possible. So if you can remove it from your bedroom, at least you're not, you know, you don't have that close to your brain. As you know, you don't have your alarm clock or your phone or your Wi-Fi going on. That that that's. That's what we can do. I mean, you can you can even you can build a Faraday cage around your bedroom if you want to, but some people go to that extreme. But I'm not I'm not suggesting that. All right. So um, aside from the nutrition, I know obviously uh, uh, fitness is important. Uh, you know, you you kind of address all of the the various aspects of our well being: spiritual, emotional, physical. Uh, uh, there's a um, a photograph. I'm not sure if that's you on on the website uh, uh, participating in some hot yoga. The mighty Aphrodite, my bride, is is uh, heavily into hot yoga, 
Is is that mm-hmm. your thing, as they say, your thing, hot yoga? Yeah, I love it. I, I it's in, it's in, it's improved my flexibility. It's really helped me to to get some deep stretching in, and it gets me present basically. And I've actually through practicing it, you have to be you have to be present, and you have to live. You have to actually experience stillness because when you get into your head and you start, you know, wandering you can't do the poses correctly and you fall out. So you have to get into this space of complete presence. And it's really powerful at doing that. And and on top of it, you're sweating and you're eliminating toxins like crazy. I mean, I can, sometimes I can, I can smell stuff coming out of my pores, you know, from the night before. Like if I, if I have a few beers the night before, I can smell it coming out of my pores. Right. It's right. crazy. It, it's, it's really crazy how it's detoxing. I call it one of the modern day fountains of youth. It's it's pretty hard though to to uh, for me. Uh, I mean, I'm someone who doesn't even enjoy a really hot shower because I can't stand the heat. <laughs> so hot yoga, not for me. Not the most flexible person. For me, I you know I do my push ups and I run when I can. Mm-hmm. Pro- probably not enough, but uh, it's a start. Yeah, it's definitely not for everyone. It's, it's 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 yeah, it's intense. I mean, I I encourage people to to experiment with yoga. If hot yoga, you know, if that if it seems way too overwhelming, you, there's so many. There's other gent, really gentler. There's gentler classes that you can try. You know, there's there's even like Pilates that you can do to tone your core, or you can even just stick with good old fashioned walking because that's one of the best exercises that there is out there, and it doesn't cost any money. You don't have to take a class or join a gym. You can just walk around your neighborhood after dinner every night, and you can keep your lymphatic system fluid uh lymphatic fluid circulating your blood circulating and you can burn calories and cost you nothing right uh stress obviously is a killer uh i mean i believe i I think i'm pretty sure there are studies that show you know that stress leads to disease uh -hmm. so stress can kill we need certain amounts of stress in our lives but i mean how do you deal with stress for many people these days with the economy the way it is uh can be crushing it can be absolutely crushing dealing with loads of debt, uh, and and um, you know that manifests itself with in, in relationships. Relationships turn sour. I mean, money really is the root of all evil, right? When you don't have it, things go south. <laughs> things can go south in a hurry. How do you manage? Someone comes to you and say, "I am dealing with crushing stress. Nothing is going right in my life. I can't worry about exercising right now because the roof is caving in." Mm-hmm. Yeah, stress is everywhere i mean we're bombarded with stress stressful situations what i like to tell people is to find something that you can disconnect from life for a little while whether it's meditation yoga uh, praying maybe um even going to the gym and working out or going for a jog i mean these are all ways to to dissipate some of that stress and finding something that you can release is very important because that stress will start taking a toll on the body and cause all kinds of health problems. So for me personally, I, I use meditation. It's incredibly effective at not eliminating it because I mean, it's, we're bombarded by it, but significantly reducing my level of stress It is a very powerful tool for, for, for that. And I meditate, you know, anywhere from 10 to 25 minutes and it's very powerful and it really doesn't take much commitment to do that you know five ten minutes a day very quickly michael tell us about uh, your newsletter how do people get a hold of that the best way to find it is on my website which is michael and i have 
all the articles I write are 100% written organically, written by me. I don't hire ghostwriters or have guest blog posters. I take pride in everything I write and make sure that it's all original content. And I have, um, sometimes I have free giveaways there. I have uh, recipe ideas and I have a lot of cool stuff going on there. And I, I, I release a lot of my podcast interviews on my um my uh, newsletter as well, and they're exclusive to some of the subscribers. So again, that's michaeltemez.com to check out my newsletter. Excellent. michaeltemez.com, the website. Thank you so much. I enjoyed our conversation, Michael. Good to meet you. Likewise, Richard. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. strangeplanet.ca, the website. Say hello on Twitter, at Richard Serrett, S-Y, because I love you, R-E-T-T. In the meantime, follow the truth.